0: friends and welcome to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna and today we are here with Michaela Finney. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you, Donna? Thank you for having uh, me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, I am um, quite warm and toasty here in Florida. It's uh, like 80 some degrees. What, what's the temperature yeah. like where you are?
1: Well, uh, well, actually, we had a, a little bit of a warmer day today. It's been a um, a little bit on the plus side. So earlier today we had like plus one or two degrees Celsius, which is probably I think if I'm like guessing, and I'm I don't think I'm totally off, it should be around the like like upper thirties or forties in Fahrenheit. I I th- I think I'm sort of on point, but I'm not sure. But somewhere I like that. So. Yeah, I think so. And then but uh yesterday and uh day the, the day before it was a little bit colder, so then it was minus five or six. But when I was back home during Christmas, we had a winter for real and it was minus twenty-three. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Those are definitely temperatures think you have to get accustomed to. I know our Canadian yeah, nurses right? said to me one time, they're like, It is so cold here sometimes. I'm like, Yeah, I'm not sure I could do that. Like I, I no. I, I,
1: it's very different for sure. I mean, it takes some getting used to, for sure.
0: Wonderful. So we'll start off with a really difficult question today. Who right. is Michaela Finney?
1: Gosh. Well, you know, I'm just, um, I'm just a country girl from the Nordics, you know, and I'm just, it's like people always sort of, I, I, I'm not going to use the word shocked, but surprised that I do what I do and I'm from where I'm from because they're not really used to hearing anybody from these parts doing the type of music that I do. But I mean, for honestly, I grew up with it just like anybody else, you know, it was the music that my dad listened to and uh, music that I really related to and felt really inspired by when I was a kid. And you know, when I started writing music myself, it was just really what came naturally. So I'm just being very, and this is something that's really important to me. I'm being very true to my nature. Yeah. I would say.
0: Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So recently you had um, your, your album. I know I was listening to it the other day and today mm-hmm. again. Um, so you want to tell everyone about the album that you
1: released? Yeah, so uh, it's my second album, and it came out in August, like really late August, and uh, you know, every, every artist always say this about their stuff, it's the best thing I've done yet, but I mean, for me, honestly, it really is so far the best compilation of songs that I've done so far, because this, you know, they're written in a period, you know, from 2019, all the way up until like I think the very last track on the record. I finished like the week before we were we started recording. So it's you know a compilation of songs that I picked out from this period, and it's just eight songs out of probably, well, shit I don't know, thirty, forty, fifty songs that I've written throughout this period, and I cho- and I chose. Um, with support of my producer, Brady Blade, these particular eight songs that I really think, I mean, they speak to me and they really like showcase, um, my heart and what I feel and what I've seen and what I've lived through during periods of my life. And that's really something that I wanted to share.
0: Wonderful. It's a great album. Thank so you. I know I was listening to outlaw women. Yeah. And of course being crazy women, contrary, we like to push the <laughs> boundaries and, and put women. So I really, yeah. that song definitely resonated. So you want to tell us a little bit about that, how that started, what the thoughts were behind it, you know,
1: For sure. So, I mean, outlaw women is a very, I mean, it's a really important song for me. It really, really is because it's something that I really believe in and it's something that I've really I mean, I live through it all the time because I'm really a person and you can ask anybody who's ever met me. I don't give a shit what you think about me. I really don't. I don't care where you come from. I don't care whatever. I really, I'm just here to do what I do and I want to do it without any freaking compromise. And I feel that as a woman, It's really important to take this stand if you're inclined to do so and to share that opinion with other people, because as a woman throughout, you know, the centuries and especially today in country music or, I mean, in any other genre of, of music, I feel that, um, we're not taken seriously, you know, it's like, And I can only go back to myself, not only as a musician and a songwriter, but also as a, you know, a a connoisseur, if you will, of music. Like, I love to listen to music, and I do so all the time, every day. And, like, in the last couple of years, um, the majority of what I listen to when it comes to new music is made by women because... It's so, it's so great. It's so much. I mean, I'm not going to say that it's, you know, by default better than something that a man wrote, because I don't think that's fair. But I think if you look at the the quality of what women are making right now, in country music, like, generally, with all the subgenres, I really have to say that women are, they're dominating, and they're making really amazing music and that's something that you know really inspired outlaw women for me like I think it's so important that women are taking the space and that they're being true to the nature and that they're just writing and and singing about whatever you know whatever they feel like and it's nothing wrong and we're supposed to do that and it's and it's it's awesome that we're doing that oh that That
0: that's just beautiful in itself that is absolutely true
1: yeah, I really think so. And it's something that's really important to me. And I know I know that I'm not really popular for having such a strong opinion about it, but it's really something I, I believe in and it's worth all the sacrifice.
0: Yeah, And I think you hit the nail on the head. It doesn't matter what, and that's where it goes back to your, don't care what people think, you just got to do it. And I yeah. think that also was something that like, even when you look back to like Dolly, Loretta and all them, they went through really that cool. same time because even back then, you know, it was, you know, women aren't supposed to work. They're supposed to be at home. They're supposed to take care of the whatever kids and husband and whatever, you know, like exactly the change of culture and making that better and improving and standing up for women is, is yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's
1: it's it's yeah. It's, it's really important to me because it's like, it's so needed that we use our, our minds and our voice to really speak what's important to us instead of having, a man telling us what we're supposed to think, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the
0: other songs I was listening to that I really resonated, Time Stands Still. How did that one come about? What was, what was like the, like, did you start with lyrics first? How do you start your writing process? Is it lyrics or is it music and lyrics, the combination?
1: I mean, for me, I usually write my lyrics first and then, you know, I usually sit with it a little bit and just like, okay, so i feel this and then i like change or edit and kind of let it just speak to me a little bit and then when i feel that i sort of have the lyrics done i go to the melody thing but i mean time still um yeah i mean it's weird because i want to say every song on the record is special because it is in its own way but i mean all your babies Exactly. They're my babies. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not, you know, everything I write about, you know, for me, it's important to say that it's not fabricated. It's something that I've felt and something that I've, um, you know, gone through or experienced and time since still is a very real experience, um, that I put to pen and paper and tried to, um, Try to do justice of, of uh what it's like to to uh, make sure that you feel the importance in a moment. It doesn't have to be something, you know, sensual or sexual like this one is. It, it could be just whatever, whatever kind of moment you want. But sometimes it's important to not try and make it into something it's not and just realize that it's really beautiful in the simplicity of, 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 what it is, you know? Mm,
0: that's yeah. so obviously I listened to what if I, and um, here I am. I love those, those, just those four stood out more to me in general, but I mean, the whole Thank record you. was great. The whole album. Um, so what about those two? What do you like? What are your takes on those? Were those more personal or, I, I mean, mean, obviously, sorry, good.
1: Yeah. No. So, I mean, all the songs are personal, but, those, I think it's really, it's really awesome that you just like pick those four songs specifically because they're very, I mean, I would say I like all the songs on the record and, and depending on like in what kind of setting I am. But, you know, what if I and, and Here 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 I Am, It's it's those are very specific because they speak a lot about um, who I am as a person, not only as an artist, but like what if i explains you know a lot of people um would would view me in a negative manner for being as stubborn and very like goal oriented as i am but for me that's a positive because i know what i want and i know what i'm going and that's that's very much you know it's and it, it's not only what if I is not only um, reflection of, of love and, and, you know, that whole thing, but it's also very much about who I am as a person. It's like, you know, if you, if you want to, if you want to get on the train, you better accept me for who I am. Or, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to have a lot of fun. It's not going to work out, you know? And uh, here I am is the same thing. It's, it's, it's a lot about like this record for me was a lot about just, sharing my my very personal self like this is this is like a a little bit of of an insight to who i am not only as an artist but as a person like i'm very um you know stubborn and and you know driven and all these things and and there's something that's really important to me so and it it shows in every aspect of, of who i am and I wanted to share that in some way in, in these songs and explaining these um, experiences and these situations that I've been in. And, and for, from my perspective, of course.
0: Beautiful. And and it's not so much stubborn. I think it's confident and uh, <laughs> decisive. You're decisive. You know what you want. There you yeah, go.
1: for sure. Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what I want and I'm going for yeah. it. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So tell us who are some of the women now, I did read your bio, so I am kind of curious on this question when I ask it because you have mm-hmm. country and metal. You, you grew up listening to some metal, and you know. So, totally. as someone who listens to, I do listen to everything, and um, I admit it, I listen to everything a little bit here and there. Who are the women that have inspired you to do music and and that you just love in those
1: realms? Oh my gosh, you know, there's a lot, but I mean, for me, uh, especially when it comes to my songwriting you know, Emmylou Harris is, I mean, I can't, I can't stress it enough. I just love her. The way that she's able to um, express herself and the way she puts things together is something that's been very inspiring to me, but also, you know, Lucinda Williams and Patsy Cline and, I mean, you can't go anywhere without mentioning Dolly Parton, right? Because, she, you know, she's the this, this holy, you know, circle of women who's done so much for, for songwriters like myself. I mean, especially I can, there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, Lucinda, Lucinda Williams have written that I really, um that I've really taken to heart because I can so relate to what she's writing. And, She's very she's very personal in what she writes, just like I am. And it's something I respect, you know, when it comes to being true to your own nature. Um, so yeah, I think those are definitely like my top inspirations just by songwriting.
0: That's wonderful. Those um, are some great those are awesome women. And oh uh, my yeah. gosh, so
1: badass. I mean and, you
0: th- know there's only if I had to pick top women, those would probably be some of them. And then I throw in like, um, like right, Martin but McKenna. there's so,
1: yeah, there's so many. Like, you can go, just go on and on and on about like, yeah. you know, freaking Tanya Tucker, are you kidding? She's amazing. You know, there's yeah. so many women who's done so much. And I think honestly, with those women, if, if they wouldn't have done what they did in their time, shit, I would not be able to do what I do now.
0: I think you hit the nail yeah. on the head on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, there's so many things that have changed. And even though right now I know in the U S and I, I don't know all the markets, but in the U S we're at, for country music, we're at less than 8% radio airplay for women. Mm-hmm. So the nineties, we were at like 33, 35 in that range. Yeah. But still there's no reason we should be down to that. It should be more know, equitability right? of of music. It really should, because right. you know, men and women make both make great music and,
1: They really do. And it's, it's, uh, I really think it's just, I mean, to put it plainly, it's not fair because women write amazing music and, and you know, a lot of people forget if you're not really, I'm not going to say it's just musicians or songwriters who think about these things. There's a lot of music fans out there who think about it and they're, you know, aware of these things, but, you know, um, a lot of these, you know um, male performers their songs are written by women but they're not given enough credit that I mean take you know Tim McGraw for example one of his biggest hits Humble and Kind was written by a woman you know he didn't write that and I don't think enough people are aware that he did not write it.
0: Yeah and that song Laura McKenna wrote that song and, you know, exactly. she actually wrote it for her own kids that were going off to college. So, you know, exactly. and that's where I, like, you have to really, she's, she's a personal writer too. And, and exactly. even if the whole song isn't personal, she starts at personal. So.
1: Exactly. So I think, you know, um, and I, and I and really it's saying something that, you know, you can, you can, you can have a, a the industry think it's, it's all right to have a female songwriter but not a female artist. Because that's really what they're saying. You know, a woman is allowed, allowed to write a song for a man and it can be a hit. But for her to write a song for herself, you know, all of a sudden they can't guarantee it because it's a woman performing it. Like the double standard is ridiculous. It really is.
0: Yeah, I I agree totally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why you have... I had this conversation with uh Victoria Banks about the mm-hmm. lack of women songwriters in general. Yeah, like exactly. you have guys that'll go be straight lyricists and they'll make it yep. without a problem and women struggle for that,
1: you know? Exactly because you know we're not taken seriously. They they look at a woman they're like, "Oh, you're just being emotional." You know, we we can't nobody's going to relate to this. But they forget that we're still in a world where the majority of the population are women and we're wanting to listen to music made by women. So like, it doesn't, whatever they're, they're saying and, and, you know, what, what, whether it is, it's, it's the, just the industry or country radio or whatever, you know, it doesn't make sense because it's not logical. They're just sticking to a program that they've done Forever and ever, and they're too afraid and quite frankly too lacy to change it.
0: And that was a great point that you forever, because back in the 1960s is when it was said that uh, and it was in yeah. the US that said don't play women back to back. They told me exactly. straight up. And I mean yeah. so since then it's never changed. So we're exactly. still on the 1960s I mean, mentality.
1: Exactly. And we've come a long way from the 1960s. Like it's freaking 2022. Are you joking? Like what the, you know?
0: I yeah, absolutely agree.
1: Crazy craziness. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, are you ready for some fun, crazy questions?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hit me.
0: Wonderful. So let's start off with the really nice, easy one.
1: All What's right. the last
0: thing you read?
1: Uh, bookwise. Sure. All right. Well, um I'm currently reading a uh, crime novel from a um, Swedish Finnish writer uh called Shell uh, and uh he's writing he he he's an excellent writer when it comes to crime novels. So I'm currently writing that, but I, I'm also simultaneously reading a book called The Chicken Sisters. Um and I forget shit, I forget the author now. But It's a it's a it's a woman who wrote that book and it's about these um, two sisters who have kind of like, you know, grown apart a little bit. They're not seeing eye to eye on things, but they both have two restaurants in the same state with fried chicken and they get this opportunity to be on a TV show competing about the best fried chicken. It's really funny, but it's also really, like, I think if you've ever had a fight with a family member or a really close friend, this, this story with these two sisters are going to speak to you. I mean, they're really good. Super fun. Wonderful. Yeah.
0: Hypothetically, if I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place
1: Oh, yeah. I'm from Finland. Are you joking? <laughs> 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 oh,
0: so have from I'm coming to Finland. There we
1: go. I mean, we have majority of our land is forest and, and ocean and, 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 you know, lakes and stuff. Of course, there's a good place to hide about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the best concert you've ever been to?
1: Oh shit, that's hard. Okay, so top three. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna limit myself to the last couple of years, which makes it easier. So I saw I saw the, the the Tadeshi Trucks band when they were in Stockholm the last time, and it blew my mind. Holy crap, they were amazing. So. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely a top moment for me. Mm -hmm. I like, I was, I was high from music when I left that place. It was amazing.
0: So good. What's the first thing you would do if you ever won the lottery?
1: Well, the first thing I would do is I would, uh, and this is super boring, but you know, From an economic standpoint, I would pay off uh, 50% of my mortgage. And then um, after that, I would go on tour and never come back. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love
0: it. (laughs) I would be saying like that too. I'd be like, I'd pay off all my bills and yeah.
1: Yeah, because (laughs) it's loans, You know, the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, in Sweden, from, uh, you know, an economic standpoint, it's beneficial to have a little bit of mortgage because of the uh, like the way the rate is of of the mortgage. So it's it's more beneficial for me to have like, you know, 30, 40 percent left. So I would pay 50 percent of what I have and then just leave the rest. And then I would use all the rest of the money just to play music forever.
0: Perfect. I like that plan. hmm. <laughs> Do you ever speak in song lyrics
1: oh gosh all the time <laughs> <laughs> like so uh, yesterday i had a uh, one of my musical friends over and we you know we um try to challenge each other by doing these song writing sessions because i've never been much of a you know collaborator because i really like to write my own stuff so but I also like a challenge. So her and I have, have really, you know, challenged each other when it comes to like songwriting. So we try to do this every now and again. So she came up, she came over uh, yesterday and we started writing this song and we actually finished the song. And, uh, you know, (laughs) we just put, put it together. And I was thinking to myself afterwards, it's like, gosh, I'm such a cliche because there's so much things that I think about and that I say all the time that I end up using in a song, you know, there's, it's ridiculous. It's such a cliche. So yes, all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what job would you be terrible at?
1: Um, anything where I need to be nice to people face to face all the time. <laughs> like a face-to-face service job is not for me i have a really bad temper it would not be good
0: <laughs> okay we'll keep you off of customer service then
1: <laughs> yes yes please
0: <laughs> oh, what is your game plan for zombie apocalypse
1: mm. you know what the zombie if, if the zombie like apocalypse really happens i'm just gonna go home to finland go out to my summer house on my, my island, and I wouldn't leave because, like, it's out in the middle of the ocean. How the hell would they come there? I would they're be... Not the come, they're not swim. swimming. They <laughs> don't like swimming. I'd be, I'll, I'll be one of the survivors for sure.
0: Oh, What's an album or artist that we should listen to before we die?
1: Um. Well, all right. I'm going to choose... You know, I could choose any of my old favorites, but I'm I'm gonna choose a contemporary artist that I think everybody should know about. And I can honestly say that if you have not listened to either no, I'm gonna okay, one. So if you haven't listened to Nikki Lane, you're missing out. That's what I'm gonna say.
0: Beautiful recommendation.
1: Yes, right? Mm.
0: Who would play you in a movie of your life?
1: Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Mm, Drew Barrymore.
0: Oh, what a great choice.
1: We were equally weird and funny.
0: <laughs> I was thinking that already, so <laughs> I'm just glad you said it. <laughs> oh. So one last question here on seriousness. Where's right. Waldo?
1: Anywhere I want him to be. <laughs>
0: <That's> perfect. <laughs> oh. Would you rather cook or order in?
1: Uh, I love to cook. So I, I'd, I'd rather cook honestly. Ooh, nice. Yeah.
0: It's so like, you're
1: uh, on... okay. Yeah. I mean cooking is like a second meditation to writing music. It just gives me a peace of mind. I love it.
0: Now, are their favorite dishes? And I know dishes are different. Um, I know Norwegian is very a lot of fish and stuff where they were. So, is, is that the same, or is there something special that you like to cook that just?
1: I mean, one of my like when I'm here in in Stockholm, I can get really homesick for for you know my my family and stuff back home. So when I have one of those days where I'm really homesick, like this is it's nothing fancy at all, but it's just like pure simple country cooking. So we have like this thing where you it's it's pretty much just like potatoes and then you make a like it's this very specific kind of meat sauce and it's just you know it's just taters and meat sauce pretty much but it's really it's very simple but it's very um specific from where I'm from and you know from with my family so it's 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 delicious so that's that's usually what I make when I'm really homesick
0: that sounds really good
1: it's really good. You're going to have to,
0: like, give me a recipe of that somehow and then... So oh, my it.
1: gosh. <laughs> I'm happy to share it. Like, it's so easy, but it's so good. It's so good. Wonderful. Mm-hmm.
0: What TV show would you be a member of?
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. So, I would... Uh, that's... So I think either, like, Sex and the City or, um, no, I think, I think Sex and the City is pretty, pretty much, yeah. That's
0: a great choice.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, do you prefer boots or heels?
1: Oh my gosh, fuck heels, boots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell can walk in heels? They're uncomfortable. <laughs> <sighs> I can't
0: do it. Oh. No. <laughs> we're going to have to try that sometime. Next, next time you're in the US, we're just going to have to be like, okay, we're going to try this heel thing where you're like, <laughs> stilettos or something, whatever. You know,
1: you know what? Oh. Speaking of boots, I want to show you something just to prove my point. Mm. <laughs> just hold on. Let's see. All right. So just to say, we'll show you. So I think, hopefully, you can see a little bit of my boot collection. This is just a little bit of all the boots I like to wear every day. Not in the wintertime, but most of the time. And I have probably 15 pairs of boots in different shade of brown. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's
0: nothing wrong with that at all. No, right?
1: It's, uh, It's just my favorite and you can't go wrong it just works all the time depending it doesn't matter what you wear or what occasion it is it's always going to work
0: absolutely absolutely so what's the best thing since sliced bread
1: uh on sliced (laughs) bread I hate sliced bread.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now, it's probably sourdough bread, right? Because everyone's on that.
1: Exactly. S- s- I mean, still like quarantine so kick. Pro- yeah, I mean, no. So this is probably a thing that um, people don't know about Swedish bread. But me, as a as a Finn, I don't eat Swedish bread at all because Swedish bread is really sugary. Like it's really, really, really like crazy sweet and i hate that so i go out of my way to go to the special stores that have my my finished sourdough bread that i can eat for my breakfast every day <laughs> like it's 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 ridiculous it's real silly but it's just i can't do it and it's always it's not sliced i have to do it myself perfect yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I can understand I could understand. I don't think I could do the sweet bread either like that.
1: Oh my god. No, because it's I... like and it's something, you know, if you if you speak to I mean since you have, you know, a, a person who's from, from Norway, you know, they're gonna tell you the same thing. There's something about like all through the Nordic countries, Sweden is the only country who has the really sweet bread. Like it's so sugary, like for me. Who's not, I did not grow up with it. I'm not used to it. It tastes like cake. You know, it's something I would put in a cake. That's how, that's how sweet it is to me. It's, it's disgusting. So it's like a
0: dessert. Throw exactly. something on it, make it a dessert. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It, it really is
0: something. Like,
1: exactly. It, that's how sweet it is for me. Like, cause I'm used to having like the really unsweetened, dark, sour bread. Very interesting. Yeah.
0: I know we gotta start doing some international stuff so we can do taste testing. have
1: to, <laughs> right?
0: Be like, yes, I'm gonna have to go to this country because I need to taste test. <laughs> exactly. well, so what? Do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it?
1: Well, honestly, I I'm not ashamed of anything I listen to. Um, but with that said, I you know I have sometimes. It's really fun to go back and listen to the stuff that you listened to when you were a kid, you know, like sometimes, especially when I'm cleaning my house, I have, I have a playlist with all my like childhood, like preteen kind of stuff, which is like all backstreet boys and, you know, um, uh, what else is on there? Like um, a little bit of uh, spice girls and, you know, um, over um, the, um, um, shit, um, what's the name of the band who did the, um, never, ever, never, ever felt so long. Um, what f- I forget. Um, yeah, I can't
0: even think of the name either. Like, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. You know
1: what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. So like all those kinds of things that were so big in like mm-hmm. the mid 90s and the end of the 90s. Um, so I have a playlist of all those songs, um, that I put on sometimes when I clean and then that, that's my guilty pleasure.
0: Well, that's perfect. Cause most of them seem to be have really good beats that you just keep moving to,
1: I think. Exactly. Cause it's like, <laughs> you know, um, the, the nineties were so really weird and awful, but mm-hmm. kind of awesome at the same time, because a lot of really great, like soul music and hip hop came out in the nineties, you know? Um, so there's a lot of st- that stuff on there too, and it's really fun to go back and just like, shit, this is really good. <laughs> <And> you just <laughs> clean way faster and it's really awesome.
0: Oh, that's a wonderful. Yeah. Oh uh, so now I don't now correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't know about the whole food thing across the ocean here, but I know some places have pizza. Yeah. Okay, then what is the worst topping on pizza?
1: Um uh, I think the worst topping on a pizza is probably like canned tuna fish.
0: Oh. Does it sound good?
1: No, it's uh, it's not unusual here, but I hate it, and it's oh, it's disgusting. Oh. I, it's not something I want on my pizza. No.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely out. Definitely not doing that. No, it's okay. disgusting. <laughs> I'm moving forward from that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If you could be any person or any position for the day, like CEO okay. or whatever, what, who or what would you want to be for the day, for a day?
1: Well, I honestly would want to be the CEO of Spotify. So I can, for a day, uh, make all the changes so we can have more money from every stream that we get on Spotify, regardless of like, you know, about the really weird, like, triangle of payments that they do on spotify so i would for one day i would try to abolish like the really weird priority system that they have with all the big shot record labels and stuff but mostly i would want to give people more money for their streams because like 0.007 cents is not enough obviously for something we create you know that's, yeah, I would I would be the CEO of Spotify.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. Absolutely love that. Yep. I'm all in. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> if we had a song,
1: mm-hmm. what would it be? Uh, So a song explaining us right now.
0: Yes. Like, what would be our song? Like, I don't know.
1: Okay. So I would, uh, mm-hmm. okay. So, hmm. How about let's see? Hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking. I have like a a little bit of a a Patsy vibe. So maybe like hmm. One of her um. Let's see definitely a patsy song i would say like classical country uh like old school patsy so uh maybe like well i mean it suits so let's do crazy,
0: crazy is perfect right absolutely oh at what age did you become an adult
1: oh man like probably 14 or even maybe earlier, like I was, I was such an asshole. Sorry to myself. <laughs> like, like, but I mean, it's also, I mean, I'm not going to go into like the super sad childhood story, but like I had a, a very specific relationship to one of my parents. So I had to grow up really early. So I think I was an adult before I was even like long before I was even considered a teenager. So, but I would say like, Like 13, 14, I was probably done. I mean, I moved from home when I was 16, so. Somewhere Uh along that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you could win an Olympic medal for -hmm. any sport, real or fake, Mm
1: -hmm. what would it be? Mm. Well, you know, so there's this semi, semi, um, well, real <laughs> put the quotes on there <laughs> semi real sport in the nordics of um throwing your woman and see uh, see how long like how f- far you can throw her i would definitely want to be a champion of seeing how far i can throw a man i love it that <laughs> would be super fun <laughs> <laughs> just to switch it up a little bit you know <laughs> that would be something i would want to do I like that that's a cool uh... Right? different just to, just to switch up you know the gender neutrals and like the, the gender roles and like maybe i'll throw you instead of you throw me for a change let's see how it happens
0: i love that you make sure if you ever do that you got to call me yeah you know, just
1: oh yeah, video, me,
0: chat whatever you know
1: of course i will facetime you and like see see how far i threw this man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Hmm. Well, so what does the rest of 2022 have in store for you? Um, you're doing some tours, some new music? What's happening?
1: Well, you know, in the spirit of of um, of uh, Mrs. Roro, I'm not sure. I was supposed to go to London in um, the end of January to um, just you know network and all that stuff at um, Americana Music Week in London, but they just canceled it. So I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, So that's, that's really sad that they chose to cancel it and with such short notice. So I'm hoping instead that I'm going to go back to London or the UK in uh, May for the great escape. And uh, play some shows before or after that festival and just be there and network and uh, meet new people. And uh, then um, hopefully do a little summer tour throughout the Nordics and then go back to the U S in the fall. Wonderful. Yeah. I really, you know, I miss, I miss the US. I really do. It's like my soul home. I want to go back to Nashville and meet my friends and, you know, go around a little bit and see some friends around the States and, you know, um, go back to Merconifest. fest.
0: Absolutely. Wonderful. So is there any place in the U S that you love more than obviously being in Nashville, I left your friends and things like that. But is there any place that um, travel wise that you like?
1: I'm so in love with new Orleans. I really am. It's uh, you know, there's something special down there. That's, something i've never experienced anywhere else you know with the people and the 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 culture and everything around it like it's it's really special um and i want to go back there all the time like i mean i really miss it it's it's really magical
0: wonderful maybe we'll have to do a live uh show in somewhere in new orleans and for crazy women country and yeah just Experience some food, some music, whatever absolutely. you
1: know. Absolutely, let's do yeah. it. I'm all for it. It's a plan. Yeah, and we'll schedule it. Hell yeah, we will. <laughs> it's all in the in the future, and we're gonna grab and buy the balls, as they say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's been a pleasure. No, I mean, you.
1: Thank you. It's been such a pleasure talking with you, Donna. And you know, honestly, I got to say, like, you know, even even with I, I I consider myself always trying to be like ever the optimist. Like I don't believe in, um, you know, everybody can get, um, you know, a negative mindset and I do too, but I always try to tell myself that like, this is, this is not, this is not it. This is this is not the place that we're staying. So with, with all the, difficult times that we've all all experienced within the last two almost three years um you know i really do believe like it's 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 coming to an end you know and we're going to get back to doing what we love and connect with people and 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 experience music for real you know i believe i and i really i like i i, I wouldn't say it if i didn't believe it and i do i think i think there's there's an ending to the darkness and it's coming real soon.
0: Absolutely. I think we're gonna have a lot of changes going on and
1: I think so. For sure. I think
0: yeah. I mean I think we're still gonna have some viruses and flus and whatever else is you know happening. Exactly. But I, I mean, think yeah. we're I think we're at the point where I think it's now getting over that where we know what we should do. We know what we need to do and if we're doing it exactly. then we're gonna stay safe and you know I think so one day too. time.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly one day at a time and we're looking forward to all the happy things coming.
0: Absolutely. And you're welcome back anytime.
1: Oh, I would love to. Anytime you want me, I'll be there.
0: Perfect. Well, thank Mm -hmm. you all for joining us for another episode. Have a great day, everyone. See you later.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.